Welcome to another edition of Quick Community Insights. Often when I'm talking with someone who's interested in becoming more involved in the community, they bring up the topic of joining a board and ask how to get started. Perhaps you've had a similar thought and we'll find the following tips and insights useful. I think first it's about exploring your passions. A good way to discover what you're passionate about is to first try a lot of different things. Get to know several nonprofits by attending their event, volunteering for a day or a few hours, reaching out to their executive director, uh, have lunch, get to know them, or join a working committee. Once you know which nonprofits you feel aligned with and passionate about, share your desire with them um, that you want to continue serving the organization in a leadership role. And it provides a natural opening for discussing the process for more formally joining the board. When I first joined boards, I did a lot of really fun things, um, just providing ideas, planning events, uh, planning silent auctions and fundraisers, and I felt like party planning. What I didn't expect was how many tough decisions would also be involved. For example, hiring a new executive director, helping turn a nonprofit's budget around. Those are much more difficult and time consuming. So I think it's important to know that there's a lot of fun involved, but that work can also be hard. And that's why it's so important that you're connected with an organization that you understand the value that they are bringing to the community because it makes that hard worth it when it's something you're passionate about helping. And how do you get started? So maybe you're new to a community, maybe you're just out of school. Where do you start? Start with something that you have a connection with. Maybe it's an alumni group. Maybe it's a young professional organization. Many uh, community nonprofit boards have also a YP board. So at the Art Center, they have uh, Art Noir. At Winefest, they have the Grand Crew. There are many groups like that. Maybe you start with an industry organization, depending on what industry you work in. So, you know, I know communications and marketing best. That might be the American Marketing Association, the Public Relations Society of America, ABPROS, um, those kinds of organizations. So think about an industry organization. Maybe it's a leadership program. There's so many great leadership programs in our community, Greater Des Moines Leadership Institutes, Leadership Iowa, Community Connect. Um, explore some of those opportunities. Maybe you start by volunteering um, at opportunities that your company puts forward. As an example, um, many companies participate in United Way's Day of Action uh, each fall. Or at the bank, we partner with Ruan Transportation and uh, package Meals for Meals for the Heartland right here at our offices once each summer. Listen for and watch for opportunities that you could get involved with with your team at work to do something. Really think about arts or humanities organizations and where your passion is. And reach out to community leaders and or establish a mentor and or a personal board of directors, as some people call that, um, or a group of people who can just give you sound advice and support you throughout your personal and professional career and throughout this volunteer and leadership journey that you may be on. As an example, I'll share my personal leadership journey, um, but what's right for one person is different for others, but hopefully this gives you some ideas of where to start. When I was first out of school, I got involved with the Public Relations Society of America, or PRSA. I had been involved in the student version of that organization while at Drake, so it was a natural organization to join. I was also involved in a sorority while at Drake Delta Gamma. So it was an easy transition to join an advisory board or committee or the housing corps board of, of that group. I lived in the Waterbury neighborhood, so volunteered rose my hand to be on the, the Waterbury Neighborhood Association. I started their first newsletter, because remember that's a skill that I had that I felt I could contribute. 
But then as I worked uh, at one of my first corporate jobs at Guide One Insurance, I was asked to join the governor's prayer breakfast, you now the Iowa prayer breakfast. Uh, Scott Racker and I talked about a bit about this as it's how he and I first met. Um, so through my job, I was asked if I would serve in this capacity. And then I found my passion for United Way of Central Iowa. And that was through workplace campaigns, first at Guide One, then at Aviva, then at Strategic America, and now at the bank. The Greater Des Moines Partnership was an organization that I got involved in on their communications board early on in my career, and then again later served as chair of that group because of the professional expertise and the position I had in my job. And that's when I decided that um, as I first joined boards, it was fun to do a lot of things, but at some point, uh, I think it's important to really think through how do you buckle down and commit to maybe two or three organizations. I learned that lesson when I was in Greater Des Moines Leadership Institute in 2004 or 2005. Someone gave that advice and it made me really think, wow, I've done a lot of things and I've explored, but what do I want to commit to? Because when you make that commitment, you can go deeper. And when you make that commitment, it's easier to say no to other things. And the two organizations at that time that I chose were two organizations, nonprofits and, or organizations that I felt helped me get to that point that I was in my career. And those were the Des Moines Community Playhouse. As a child, I first experienced the Playhouse uh, through my father who acted in several productions. And I have vivid memories of him as Captain Hook, Atticus Finch, Ebenezer Scrooge, and other strong leads. While I was never a leading actress, I was honored to perform in several shows while growing up as well. And now three generations of my family have acted on that same stage as my youngest son, has also appeared in several productions. We've all learned key leadership lessons from this involvement, and that's why I chose to really get involved with the Playhouse. And maybe the explanation of this journey will help you understand that once you show up and contribute, um, you're gonna be asked to do more and do more, and that's that opportunity of when you narrow your focus, how you can go deeper. And so um, when I made this decision, I wanted to get involved in the Playhouse. The first thing I did was I attended a fundraising event called Hollywood Halloween, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, I was invited to go with a big group that had two tables. And I thank Rosalie Gallagher and Susie McRoom for inviting me to go, for inviting us to be a part of the groups that, that dressed up as MASH, characters from MASH, and also as Groucho Marx. Uh, we had, I think, 40 Groucho Marks uh, attend that year. But what I appreciated the most was at the end of that night, they pulled me aside and said, hey, next year, fill your own table, bring more people your age, bring more people to this event that don't typically attend. And so the next year, my husband and I bought our own table and filled it with people who hadn't been there before. And we dressed up as the office and it was a pretty fun night as well. By the end of that night, I was asked um, if I would consider joining the committee to help plan that event and did that uh, for a while and then chaired that event um, two years in a row, once with Dickie Severson and once with Jonathan Brennamule. And what great opportunities to learn about fundraising, party planning, and how to connect with donors um, than chairing Hollywood Halloween with those two. After chairing the event, I was asked by the executive director of the Playhouse to join the board. After I was on the board for a year or two, I was asked if I would be president-elect of the board. And so just wanted to share those, those experiences that I have because I think it shows that once you really find your passion and commit, um, find small ways to get involved, 
make sure that the organization's a good fit for you, make sure that, that there's opportunities to contribute in meaningful ways, that I promise if you show up and exceed those expectations, they're gonna just continue to ask you to do more. The other organization that I, I mentioned I committed to at that time was Drake University. Um, everyone laughs, yes, I have, I love DU license plates, and, um, but most people don't know that I actually transferred to Drake this summer before my junior year. And I, I helped teach some adjunct classes at Drake, um, but was really surprised and happy when I got a call from Loretta Seaman many, many years ago asking me to join the National Alumni Board um, to help bring Drake's strategic plan to life and better engage the 70,000 plus graduates across uh, the United States to teach students about the responsibilities and benefits of becoming an alum and keeping re recent graduates more connected to the university. Uh, through my, my contributions on that board and helping plan days of service and helping lead the Student Alumni Association, at one point I was asked if I would then be, I don't know if it was the vice president or the president-elect of that group, and then served as the president of that group for two years, and then also as the chair of that group for three years, which um, gave me the honor of serving on the Drake University Board of Trustees for those three years. And that was just uh, an amazing experience to be in, in a room with so many leaders and um, guiding the direction of such an important institution that I am uh, so connected to. So those are two organizations that I chose and the reasons I chose. You may have different reasons and different paths, but wanted to give you some ideas to start thinking about and share just a few more quick community insights. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoy our next episode with an interview of another amazing community difference maker. Bankers Trust, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.